So, Greg, we we've sunk, sank, sunk, sank, sunk to a new low. Yeah, we. Uh, oh, you man. know English. We are. We're so low, man. <laughs> trying to get, trying to get the goods. No, but I'm on. I've been on uppers and downers since I was nine. You've been, you've been doing the stuff. I've been doing the stuff. All of the drugs. All, all of them. them. The PCP. The smoke. I, I just want you to know. The we, drink. By the way, fair friends of Funny Book Forensics, in our continuing series of drug issues, we have left the early 70s and heroin, which was our, would you say heroin was the, the big, the big drug? The big bad, I, yeah. They, I guess they did the gre- the greenie, like the uppers and downers for, uh, for Harry Osborne. So yeah. they, they did a couple of different things. Would you say in the 70s comics, though, they were drug issues, but they were referencing very specific drugs for the most part? Yeah. Yeah, they were for the most part, focused. right? They were focused. They were they were definitely focused. And it wasn't super generic. I feel like they were weaved into the stories. Yeah. I mean, the Timberwolf story was pretty generic because it was in the future. But even that drug had a specific name. Yeah, and it and it gave it did a certain thing, and it had a very addictiveness. I mean, it was much like any other drug out there. Uh, it could and and it worked as a good, uh, uh, you know, analog to anything that we would know in our own time realm, space continuum, whatever. And you could draw those conclusions and say, "Oh, he's he's doing that." You know, that totally makes sense. Right. And and the stories were stories. Yeah. That made logical sense. Yeah. Even though we picked apart a couple of things in in the Green Lantern story. Yeah. Like, hey, why did Speedy just show up out of nowhere for the story? Because, I mean, it made sense. But Speedy was a character that was attached to the Green Arrow and was always there. And it was part of the storyline. And you could build it in. Speedy was doing speed. (laughs) And Speedy was how old in that story, by the way? Like 19-ish? Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought he was, yeah, like, he, I I, I, wanted, I would say he was just at or around the end of high school. Well, he was old enough to walk away and move out of the house at the end of the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 18, 19? Yeah. Right in there. Okay, well, we, we've got that covered. And yeah. I cannot tell you and our one listener how... I did more research for this stupid issue than I have for the last five podcasts combined. Really? Yes. Wow. I, uh, oh man, I, that's painful, but also impressive. I don't know. It's, uh, there was a lot to figure out. Well, yeah, there's a, there was a lot going on. And by the way, uh, we are covering Keebler company presents DC comics, the new teen Titans. All proceeds from this issue will be donated to fight drug abuse. Ooh, yay. I find it fascinating that a drug issue is sponsored by an LSD elf. I mean, some would some some would some would maybe say different, but yes, I mean, definitely a, a are you defending the Keebler Corporation? You can't no, even I, I, eat most of their products. <laughs> I, I'm saying I'm saying uh, others would others would say um could be could be a, a munchy time elf where you you do something else and you uh, you, uh, you sound like you're speaking from experience and you're afraid to spit it out here. You you all of a sudden eat like two or three 
containers of cookies. Are you saying and, you get high on pot and, and you eat two or three containers of Keebler cookies? That not me. I've, I'm just I'm just saying I've maybe and then there you are see elves that, or do you huh? see the what? elves before? Well, I mean, the elves are in your cupboards where sometimes they live in trees. What, kind, what was your pot laced with? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. We might find out in the book. And, did you, and what's inside of those trees? Keebler elves. Fuck. Exactly. <laughs> they just oh. live in random trees. <laughs> I just want to point out that the elf at the top of the front cover. Yes. Waving his arms out just seems really out of place. When on the rest of the the very happy elf at the top advertising the Keebler Corporation, yes. which is now owned by somebody else, uh-huh. but it doesn't matter, who is all happy as Speedy is carrying a dead guy in his arms on the cover. Oh, my gosh. Hello, Keebler elves. Look at us. Dead guy. Oh, my gosh. So that's uh, that's grim, dude. <laughs> it's, it's like it is grim this is this comic is already completely messed up as we look at the front cover and this comic was i believe finished in early 1983 released later 1983 and guess what what here we have george perez with a guy carrying another guy in his arms on a cover does this remind you of any other george perez cover uh when he when he covered that uh like the footprints in the sand story where when you you can't walk any further so there's only one set of footprints because you're being carried that was that was what came to mind it wasn't supergirl in in superman's arms in crisis number 7 it was that, that's something the one. else that's the one that's the one you, you you managed to come up with i've got a whole webpage full of these covers <laughs> and I don't see any of the one you're talking about. Let's see. I see all sorts of them. I see I see uh, several members of the Simpsons cast trying to hold up comic book guy. Uh-huh. I see Uncle Sam holding the American flag in that way. Uh-huh. I see a, oh gosh, from 52, there's a Black Adam. Uh-huh. Yeah, we got that. I've got Supergirl holding Supergirl. From Supergirl wow. 79. Wow. Yeah, I've got a lot, but is I this... don't see the one you chose. Uh, I was I, <laughs> I I read a lot of different comic books when I was a kid. I've got Superboy than... holding Monel from Superboy number 19, 1995. Yeah. I've got Monel holding Monel from Valor number 18. It must have been from one of those chick tracks. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot here. I've got Mighty Mouse holding Minnie Mouse. <laughs> No, not Minnie Mouse. I don't even know who was this. I don't uh, know who was so so. There's a lot of the, this is a very popular image, is what you're saying. Is this well, right? Is, but most people say it was popularized by you know Crisis on Infinite Earths yeah, number yeah. seven, yeah, in October of 1985. But here we have George Perez doing the same thing on a throwaway book in 1983 throwaway book this is keebler company presents the new teen titans how could you throw this away this is proves that george perez is the most consummate professional in all of comics like he could have phoned it in for this one but didn't right i mean is it is is this is this i mean this is a pretty popular image is this referencing something i mean is this like oh it's like yeah the paeta Paella, oh, delicious stuff! I love that stuff. It's so no, good. no, no, no. It's it's oh man, it's you got Mary the holding Jesus' dead the... body. What? Pa- what? That's what the paella is no, all paella. about. Not paella. 
Paeta? Paeta? I wish I could. Should I play it on Google Translate? Paella. Delicious. It's got like no, pineapple not, in there too. Not paella. Nope. Like Jesus's dead body is not delicious unless you're taking communion. And when you can't walk any and further, those little crackers only aren't really delicious either. Honestly, what? there's what you know what I'm talking about. Transubstantiation. Transubstantiation. Yeah. No. Transubstantiation. What's that? Tell me more. You don't know what transubstantiation is. I I I would like you to explain this transubstantiation. I don't really want to explain transubstantiation on this podcast. I probably already offended everybody, but transubstantiation <laughs> is the concept that when you take communion and you eat the bread, it it is the body of Christ. And when you eat, drink the wine, it's the blood of Christ. I see. And that transubstantiates like into your body magically. See, we uh, we got my 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 dad was excommunicated from the church, so we'd stop going. I- so. Okay, well, I, yeah, well, I missed out I do, on a lot. <laughs> I do know more about iconography than you do. I mean, that's a, a, a fair statement, but I think you know more about drugs than I do. So no. you're going to be an expert <laughs> on this issue. <laughs> I, I read children's books, man. I can't know oh. about that kind of stuff. <laughs> My bad. I wouldn't want to ruin your image. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't know. I mean, are you like Steve from Blue's Clues or something? Yeah. Wait. No, That's the one that went down. Steve from Blue's Clues. I thought Blippy, Blippy had problems. I don't know. I'm not an expert in any of this, honestly. I'm just saying things. Blippy just but here we've got friends. a cover. Here's what I do know. Yeah, Speedy on a cover. Yes, and he's holding a dead guy in his arms. Dead dude in his arms. Do we and know I've got dead? somebody in the ugliest uniform ever constructed down in the corner. Oh, Robin. Why is he in a different outfit? I don't know. <laughs> Greg, why don't you go to either one of the two sources I gave you? We could look at the Grand Comic Book Database for an explanation, or we could look at Screen Rant. Yes, folks, for the first time, we're referencing Screen Rant on our show. Screen Rant. And what did Screen Rant say about this character? I'm trying to pull it up. I can't. It's... My computer's so slow. You're, you're failing once again. Clearly, well, I, you didn't you're... tell me that I was going to get on yeah, the Yeah, you know, clearly, based on what we've read in this comic book, you are impaired in some way because right. you don't have the motor skills to pull up a website. And when you don't have the motor skills to pull up a website, you might want to just say no. You know what? In fact, we're not going to tell you who this character is yet because we're going to find out in the story. Okay. But what we do have on this cover is a lot of really unhappy looking people yeah, looking all sad. sad. Yeah. And Speedy is carrying, he's doing a paeta. Paella. Not paella, paeta. He's going to go eat some paella later. He's not eating this kid. <laughs> this kid is terrible. not made of rice and shrimp and a whole bunch of yummy things. <laughs> but if you are, all right, you well, it, then... on the next cover, we okay. get everything I've been waiting for to ever want to cover on this show. A yeah. letter from Nancy Reagan. Oh, man, Nancy Reagan. Now, first off, we have yeah. a comic book drawn by George Perez. Yes. And we have like this crappy ass black and white picture of the White House that looks out of focus. It <laughs> looks like, like it was photo, taken. It's like been, it's been photocopied at yeah. Kinko's. <laughs> it's like Xeroxed. Well, and the letter on here doesn't even on the letterhead doesn't even look real. It doesn't. It looks like Yancey Reagan. <laughs> and it says the White House at the top, right? Like. I feel House. like the White House would have better letterhead. I, yeah. Well, it says, dear friend, oh. colon, 
because Nancy Davis is your friend. Okay. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't be a hero. All right. I'm not going to make it through this letter right now. You're not. You're right, not we're going to pause for a second. Okay. Because you know, but the listener, our one listener doesn't, how much I hate the calling everybody a hero narrative. Yes. Like this group of people is heroes and this group of people is heroes and this group of people's. When you use it like this, it loses all of its meaning. But I will continue. It cheapens it. It makes it it makes it less. You can and you are about to learn how. How? Picture yourself in a battle. Oh, in fact, shoot. it is one of the most important battles our nation has ever fought. You're right in the center of combat. Sound incredible? Oh, yeah. It is all part of being a hero. Oh, man. Is this an imaginary battle? Not at all. Oh, crap. Many young people are already in it, and they would do anything to be on the winning side. Yeah. But they've learned about it too late. The battle is against drug abuse. Declare that you will stay drug-free at any cost. You're guaranteed to win. And you'll be a hero to your mother and father, family and friends, but most of all, to yourself. And by the way, Nancy Davis clearly can't write because there's like 16 freaking ands in that sentence. Yeah. There's a lot more to it. And you'll learn about it as you go along. The president feels as strongly as I do about winning this battle. His drug awareness campaign put this material together and generous corporations paid for it. It was done especially for you. We hope you will give being a hero your very best effort. Sincerely, Nancy Reagan. Heartfelt. Okay, so I was nine when this issue came out, right? Yeah. Did you did you feel did you feel actually the, eight? Did you feel eight. the call? Did you did you, did you well, eat it? I don't think I actually don't think I read it until a couple years later. And yes, I did. I mean, things like this campaign scared the crap out of me as a kid. Yeah. I I mean, it worked on me. I was a I mean, you knew me. I was afraid yeah. to do anything. Yeah. I think I didn't even drink till I graduated high school. Which a, I don't even know if you know that. You were a good boy. <laughs> I was scared, man. I was scared that if I took a drug, man, it was going to lead to all the other drugs and everything was going to go bad. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'm was. i pretty easy and amenable to program. And so when I look back at this, it's just so freaking offensive. It definitely... But the, the battle narrative, and I don't want to spend the whole time on yeah. this page... But the battle narrative is one of the most destructive narratives we use. And I know I don't want to get too far in because I know that battle narrative is very personal to you and your life with your mom, too. Mm -hmm. But the 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 battling cancer, the battling drugs, the like, like, well, what is the loser then? Were they just not good enough? Right. I mean, this is the type of thing that like, oh, well, I lost the battle to drugs, right? mm -hmm. Like, it's not a freaking war. These are people's lives. And it's not a win or lose type scenario. Sometimes people just, I mean, at least, you know, with drugs and other things, it's an addiction. There are, there are ways to help people and there are things that you can do, but it's not necessarily, um, like you said, it's not a win or lose. <laughs> yeah. Because, and sometimes, you know, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. And I think people should be vilified for their choices or the way they treat people, but not necessarily be vilified for the use. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, I've had, you know, I have personal experience with this in relationships of people that were close to me at one point. And yeah, do I 
there are some people that I've let go because they chose, you know, certain things or another. But in that case, it wasn't choosing to use drugs or being addicted. And now I'm saying drugs like the freaking comic book, like all the drugs are bad. Oh, it's more of how they treated me. Yeah. And what they wanted from me or treated me as. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think there's a limit there. But at the same time, I don't look at this as a battle that somebody's winning or losing. Right. Right. And this whole hero narrative is is ridiculous. But, you know, let's keep going. I think I think sometimes it's easy for um, I think in the in the context of writing uh, of this writing of this letter, uh, getting the the confusion of, hey, we're doing a superhero book and we want them to be heroes and we're going to and they have heroes fight. And, you know, they're not the confusion, but the like, oh, we'll just project it onto this and then we'll make it like this. And then it'll be uh, the messaging will be clear, but not necessarily always. And then then again, like you said, it it brings it brings people to a, a very black and white type situation. And, um you know, uh, when kids, when kids are forming these opinions and ideas about things, they're either very scared of it or they're very, uh, I want to say they can become very, uh, judgmental of things that they're just starting to learn about. Well, you're hitting on the thing too. When you use battle narratives or hero narratives, then that makes the drug user a, if the non-drug user is a hero, then the person using is a bad guy villain right yeah so you you create this black and white world where there's only good and evil and there's no shades of gray and then you teach this to a 10 year old Mm -hmm. where 10 year olds are already having problems distinguishing shades of gray and here you go Mm -hmm. right they didn't direct this comic as a mature reader's comic this is directed at you know ages like 10 to 10 to 15 yeah especially based on the characters that are presented in the book who are between 10 and 15. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the, the new teen Titans. You're and talking. by the way, yes. I must remind everybody that the new teen Titans were the, was the best selling comic book for DC in 1982 and 1983. So do you think that's why Nancy Reagan was like, what's the bet? <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't think, think Nancy Reagan knew that, but I, I do think, you know, going to DC, I mean, you're either going to go to Marvel and get the X-Men or you're going to go to DC and get the Titans. But you know, who did know Marv Wolfman who wrote this? No, because it's written like Marv Wolfman was ancient when he wrote this. Uh, uh-uh. Nancy oh, Reagan's you? husband's vice president's son. He knew that this was the best selling comic book. That is entirely possible. <laughs> it's entirely possible. Well, let's get into <laughs> this. I'm just imagining that I'm imagining this whole entire conversation. And, and you know, he's a grown man at this point. <laughs> daddy, daddy, you, you should talk to Miss Nancy. I got this favorite comic book. I hear she's looking for one. Teen Titans is the best. Daddy, please. I'm sorry. Oh, oh God. Well, clearly you've been taking the PCP. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Okay. Well, there's a lot to go. See, you thought, and I just want to, I'll share this with our one listener. Greg thought we were going to be able to cover all three of these in one night. <laughs> There's just no way possible. 
no way. There's no way. We're uh, not yeah. we're we're not even to page one. <laughs> we're not even page one. You haven't even got to the actual content. We we spent so much time talking about the cover and now just about this this really terrible, terrible intro page. And oh man, I'm I'm I'm, I'm well we've also we have another terrible intro George page. George Jr. over here. <laughs> Later known as W. W. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, please. Daddy. <laughs> I can't stop, dude. Uh. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to, you know, well, fine. You know what? This is this is appropriate because we we may have found somebody who was inspired by him because right. I don't think W read this comic book enough times, though. That's right. He didn't. No, he, he definitely didn't learn from it if he did. His daughter didn't. Oh, snap. Snap. <laughs> well, we get a we get a page one and we have a young woman on it with a very 80s haircut with a headband. Yeah. Blonde uh, mm-hmm. with a pink and white striped shirt with pearls on. Yeah. Which I mean, I feel like she contradicts this in her initial story, like that she would even still have pearls. But hey, right. um, we're good. I don't know too many 13 year olds now. I mean, I was what eight. You were six. Yeah, when this came yeah. out. So I don't know that we saw anybody in pearls, but hey, I don't remember people walking around with pearls. But it, it may have happened. It may yeah. have happened. Yeah, it, it's possible. She says, "My name's Debbie O'Hara, and I'm 13 years old. I've taken alcohol. Do you take alcohol? Uh, I don't want to tear this apart right now. I've taken <laughs> alcohol, pot, hash." hash oil, PCP, and mushrooms. And I've been using them for three years. Now, so 10. 10 years old. Yeah. Now, oh, wow. I don't, I don't know where you went to school when you were 10. That's, but uh, I can tell you there wasn't a lot of any of these things at the school when I was dead. Yeah, no. Not not at, not at Pope Elementary School. <laughs> Maybe that's because the war on drugs was working. And see, we just didn't, didn't have those things. Yeah. <laughs> And she says, how did I start? Mom and dad drink usually after my brother and I go to bed. And well, I snuck some of their stuff and me and a few friends started drinking each day before class. Okay, so she drank and somehow drinking leads to, oh, another friend was doing smoke. Okay. Is that a cigarette? I'm assuming so, unless that's something else. Unless back in the day, it was referencing... Uh, pot or hash. I don't know. Yeah, well, and ask if I wanted to. I don't not at first. I didn't not at first, but then I said, sure. I mean, most of my friends were. Besides, everyone thinks pot's safer than alcohol, right? Now, right. I'm just going to say, the amount of people, if it, it was cigarettes, that's what I'm going to assume it was, <laughs> the amount of people that we knew that smoked <laughs> and didn't do anything else <laughs> was numerous. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, then we started doing other stuff too. Uh, that's what everything, 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 doing and everything. <laughs> now we're back to W. Yeah. And we started doing other stuff too. And that's when everything went bad. Real bad. Real bad. Yeah. So I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> this, why are there no G's in this? I didn't notice this when I read it. <laughs> Why no. are there no G's? I don't know. I didn't want to do anything, anything, anything. Uh, just hang around with my druggy friends. 
I just want to hang around my druggy friends. <laughs> my mom and dad uh, and me started yelling at each other because I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> anything. At home either. Uh, I said some real bad things to mom. Oh, at least things has a G. Uh, I cursed her and called her names. I knew would hurt her. I'm really sorry I did that now because I really love her and dad. Only I didn't uh, seem to matter much to them. Okay, so first of all, I want to dissect this a little bit because I, okay. I, I did some research. Yeah. But I do want to dissect that. One, um, how is I said I, I, I said some real bad things to mom. I cursed her and called her names and it would hurt her different than any 13 year old girl. I don't know. I mean, is that something you need drugs to do as a teenager? I mean, probably not. I mean, probably not. Okay, so I was I was looking at, at these things and okay, so you're gonna have to help me. And I know you write children's books, so you're probably gonna opt out here. Okay. Okay. Uh, hash. Yeah. What is it? What is it? It's a compacted um, product. <laughs> That's I don't. It, how do you describe it? It's, it's a pot, right? Hashish. Yeah. yeah. It's a yeah. Yeah. And the oils are pulled out of it so that it's a uh, a brick. Right. Okay. So yeah. she does pot, pot, and pot. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I just wanted to make sure we had that. So well, I can read it's this just as... more compacted so that the it's supposed to be more like. Right. So I could read this, this as I've taken alcohol, pot, pot, and pot butter. Yes. Okay. And then <laughs> PCP and mushrooms. So. Man, that's a lot for a 13 year old kid. I know. So first off, I was like, okay. I'm going to I'm going to try to figure out when PCP was last popular in the United States. I mean, it's I'm not I, I'm going to say it, it's not called it. I mean, people, it's still I don't know if it's popular. So it, so people, 60 minutes, which is on the cutting edge of everything mm-hmm. in 1977, Mike Wallace, the esteemed journalist called Angel Dust, the most dangerous thing in America. Mm hmm. And based on Wikipedia, where I got my wonderful information from, PCP use tailed off substantially leading into the 80s and then was almost non-existent by the end of the 80s in the States. Mm -hmm. So again, this comic a little bit behind the time. But I believe the reason PCP keeps showing up here and did show up in our Say No to Drug stuff when we were kids. I remember them mentioning it, but I I, I don't know a person in life that has ever used PCP. It was because of that one scene in Faces of Death, and they just kept replaying it over and over and over again. <laughs> God. All right. So, all right. So, basically, we would agree that this young woman should be dead? Oh, no. No, she shouldn't be dead. I'm I'm saying, like, they just, like, back when we were kids. They, no, I'm they... saying she should be dead if oh, she's been she, doing oh, all yeah. of these things consistently since she was 13. Yeah, since she was 10. Uh, you know, she's 13 years old three years of, of doing all that stuff. except yeah. not the only one of I these mean, things that will actually kill you is alcohol right i mean well and pcp <laughs> oh sure yeah that's why they had to stick it in there right yeah so they had to link pot and they well, had to say pot in three different ways I, I would say um mushrooms if you have a really bad experience you could have adverse effects <laughs> And I just do want to do a shout out for mushrooms. I've never taken mushrooms personally, but I do know that if you take a flashlight to the field outside the Mormon church (laughs) on Shaw Road and Military Road in Puyallup, Washington, 
You find a lot Apparently of Apparently, you can find some fine mushrooms. <laughs> I just want to help the listeners out. I mean, it seems to have done good for he or her. There, oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that what we're doing on this podcast? I we're don't here to know. help the listener understand things. And I think if you went to the Mormon church on Military Road and Shaw Road in Puyallup, Washington, huh. you could get some mushrooms and it would help you understand this comic book better. I, I don't know if it'd help you understand this comic book, but that's it might my help gift you. to the listeners. It might help you. I don't know. Enjoy certain movies. better. <laughs> well, here we go. The Keebler company presents DC comics, the new teen Titans. They are <gasps> the best. There is <laughs> the changeling shapeshifter, Supreme cyborg, half man, half robot, Raven, mysterious empath, the protector fighting fury. Who the, is the protector? The projector. The protector. The, this is the purple guy. The binder. <laughs> is it the purple? I know who the rest of these folks are, so this must yeah, be the purple he's guy. He's got to be the, the purple guy. The Speedy, purple the battling bowman, <laughs> purple Starfire, <laughs> alien powerhouse, and Wonder Girl, the amazing Amazon. Okay. Uh, everybody else everybody else checks out except for the protector. The, yeah, the protector. <laughs> it sounds like... It's, it sounds like... Uh, <laughs> who, who the fuck is the protector? <laughs> It reminds me of that time. I'll that, be marking uh, this one explicit now. That uh, well, I already said the F word. Oh, that's true. <laughs> I, I already I dropped just that like the first, the first thirty the seconds into the into the podcast, uh, and that was an accident. Um, I okay. I, one, I, I have to say, protector sounds like something that like a, an insurance company would come up with <laughs> as their like superhero for a commercial. <laughs> and like oh no there's something Limu, terrible Limu happening and, and the protector yeah yeah and you yeah. know it's like the protector and it's like oh my god seriously <laughs> the protector is he and, the one that protects you from mayhem yeah right i mean exactly the protector but it's just like what and then, <laughs> either that I, or one of the superheroes that alan moore murders in the like first three pages of watchmen yeah, I mean, like that. <laughs> it's like that first the the first scene, the the first like 10, 15 minutes in the Suicide Squad. <laughs> and, yeah, I made and, yeah. I made and watch that. Spoiler, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I made Anne watch it the other day, and she was like, "Okay, so they killed everybody. So what's going to happen to the rest of the movie?" And I'm like, "That's the you, you had her watch the second one, the good one, yeah. not the first one, right?" Yeah. Okay, well, she yeah. watched the first one. And then she was like, "Why didn't want to watch the second one?" After she's like, "Why is it called this? Why is it called the same thing? I don't understand." I'm like, (sighs) "See, there's these things called comic books, and then they come in multiple iterations, and they often have the same title." Yes, just go with it. (laughs) I feel like I feel like that the owner and proprietor of the Retro Emporium on Meeker Street in Kent, Washington, would know that. Well, I mean, she does now. She, By she the found way, it. That was the in, Retro Emporium on yeah. Meeker Street in Kent, Washington. <laughs> in Kent, Washington. <laughs> so we are back uh, into the comic book here. I, I, I hold on. I shame on you, Marv. <laughs> <laughs> Why is this so bad? <laughs> I, we haven't even started. It is bad. <laughs> we we don't even. Danny Chase isn't even here. I wish he was. <laughs> it might be a good book. Actually, I think Danny Chase does sort of show up near the end. There's a yeah, that kid looks like Danny Chase. Maybe that's where he came from. It's possible. Got his superpowers from <laughs> some. <laughs> Anyways, okay, continue. Okay, so we've got protector. Uh, we've got Starfire up top, but yeah. let's see. We've got 
Changeling, then Cyborg, then the Protector, then Speedy, then Wonder Girl. That's in alphabetical order, right? Yeah. The only one not in alphabetical order is the one flying. Mm-hmm. Um, Goldie. But, but also, it, it would still be in alphabetical order if it was Changeling, Cyborg, some more famous character that's actually in the Teen Titans, Speedy uh-huh. and Wonder Girl. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, that's fair. And the title of the book is called Plague. Oh, man. And we've got, oh, yeah, I forgot. I better give the credits for this one because I know these creators don't want me to ever not share the credits. Uh, Marv Wolfman, the writer, George Why? Perez, who did not phone it in on this one. No, he didn't. Dick Giordano inking George Perez. Uh, ben Oda, letterer. Adrian Roy, color. Len Wein, the consulting editor. God rest your soul, sir. And Dave, I, don't, I can't read that. Arnak? Manic? Yeah, Manic. Manic, Dave Manic, the editor. Okay, this is the, he was apparently the editor of all of the DC line. Uh, uh, you know what's crazy? I have to say, all these folks, they, I mean, outside of my earth, did a great job. <laughs> I would say one of these folks, two of these folks did a great job. Uh, they all wanted that Keebler money, man. Yeah. And they all heard Marvel, about Nancy Reagan really, being a part of this project. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I can just see George Perez like endorsing the Reagans. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I, I, I'm, I am seriously like, this is, this is, this is like, well, we're just gonna, we're gonna make this book because this is what we do. <laughs> well, quite frankly, I loved Ronald Reagan. I in 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 third grade, I believe it was third grade. I gotta trace that back, but we had an election. No, his second or third grade, we had an election in the classroom. And yeah. boy, did I vote for some Ronald Reagan. Yeah. <laughs> All because you like bedtime from bedtime for Bonzo. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's it? It's what time in America? Well, let's get out of political history here because I can go. destroy the podcast with this. We'll get out of so, that political history and get into killing this time in America. Is that what history. we said? Huh? What? Killing, it's killing time. time in America. It's killing time in America. Yes. That's what he said. Well, OK. Uh, clearly, the Titans are pissed off because they are, they are angry, breaking stuff. Boom, bam. And we get a comment that says, by the way, Protector, I'm really glad you're joining us on this case. Yeah. It's almost like it was written in as an afterthought. The Protector says, my pleasure, Speedy. I've always wanted to work with the Teen Titans. (laughs) Well, we get to the next page and we got a lot of fighting going on and we got Starfire going, I'll never understand your planet. Why do people make drugs which only hurt people? Speedy says, greed, Starfire, pure and simple greed. I feel like that's exactly what Speedy said in the Green Lantern, Green Arrow story about heroin. Oh, probably. Right. Do you remember that? Do you remember when he was just like, yeah, the simple explanation for this is greed. Yeah, totally. All about greed. No. (laughs) It's not what he said. Oh, I feel like we've changed some things. Yes. And then the protector says, Speedy's right. I've spent my life fighting drug pushing creeps like these. And all they want is their filthy money. Is it lost on you or me that this comic book is sponsored by a a giant company that gives cookies? I mean, I honestly feel that Keebler probably shouldn't have endorsed this book because I would think that they would want people to smoke a lot of pot. Well, I mean, they they when you think about it, Cookies are a different type of drug, man. Sugar. That's fair. Maybe they didn't want people spending money on. But don't they make the fudge stripe ones? Isn't that they them? Do. But sugar itself 
is the most addictive legal drug there is. More people um, are addicted to sugar. I mean, that's sugar. one argument. I would say it's caffeine, but... Hush your mouth. Nobody's addicted to caffeine. I've Nobody needs caffeine so in the morning, is, afternoon, or even before look, there bed. there are fudge stripe cookies right here. Oh my God, why are these so expensive? Because they're delicious. An 11.5 ounce package of fudge stripe cookies is $16.90? Yeah, inflation, man. Do you know? No, <laughs> this, is, this is some BS. This Do you is know some... why they cost that much, Dan? You want to know why? No, no, they don't cost that much. A Do you want to know why? 17.3 ounce. Have you seen? $7.45. Have you seen the Keebler elves? You got to pay all those elves and they have to cook all those cookies and it takes a lot of stoves, Dan. They have to cook what? All the cookies. What are they cooking in their their trees? Cookies. Uh, And you said sugar is really addictive. It's like a white powdery substance, right? Yeah. And after you eat those cookies, do you feel like a little excited? You do. Hmm. And then and 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 the best ones are the chocolate ones or the And cocoa you said they're ones. really good at cooking. And the the cocoa ones. The yeah. the cocoa okay. ones. The the ones that are the cocoa the the cocoa ones. Well, the drug dealers just want filthy money. I, I would also <laughs> say like most of the people in the eighties just wanted filthy money, right? Isn't mm-hmm. that how the eighties have been stereotyped? Isn't like it the era of corporate greed? It was the greed generate the generation of greed, bigger, better, the one with the most toys wins. Yeah. So it's not the corporations that want your money. It's simply just the drug dealers. Well, I mean everybody, but have you never played San Andreas? Or not San Andreas? No, I, I mean not. GTA in uh, the the. I don't like um, those games. Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> Vice I don't City. like. I don't like beating <laughs> people up for their car and stealing it. I'm have sorry. you never? Have you? Have you never? Have you never watched? Uh, uh, any, any, I've watched wall street. Well, there you go. <laughs> good. It's good. So <laughs> anyway, we go through a sequence and we're fighting some drug dealers and the Titans are all beating people up. And then we get Raven oh. and Raven gets these drug dealers and the drug dealers are so terrible that Raven says, come here. Know what it is to suffer your helpless victims do, feel their agonies. But she is overwhelmed by the terrible pain of the terribleness and evil of the drug dealers. Because mm-hmm. to be a drug dealer is the most foul, evil thing anyone has ever done. And then she just collapses. And then we get this really weird. I feel like George Perez is like trolling the Keebler company because we get like a weird green and pink version of the protector and wonder oh, yeah. and it's how she's seeing them it's almost like she's on drugs herself right but they only imply it because of course the teen titans are good and they would never use drugs except for one of them the, the protector <laughs> yeah if they unveil the protector as the one that's used drugs before that will definitely be a twist <laughs> they unmask him and they find out oh my god he's the pusher all along <laughs> That's why he was never here. He was just trying Ro-ro to get the Ruggie? competition out of the way. <laughs> Roro Reggie, it's the protector. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a crossover. He was never protecting. He was only protecting his assets. Well, by the time we get to page five, we have Raven freaking out. Every and they find a dead kid. Oh, well, they find not... a kid that's not dead. Does he not look like the kid? The first uh, kid that? Oh, kid. I guess 
young adult that dies in the Green Lantern Green Arrow story. Oh, yeah. Kind of. He does. Kind of a lot. Same color shirt. Yep. Very similar. At least from a distance. We'll find out he's different. But so they take this kid to the hospital. And of course, you know, the kid dies because that's what happens when you use drugs. You die. There's no coming back. I know every time I've ever used drugs, I've died. Drugs. When you go to the doctor and the doctor gives you drugs, they're supposed to make you better. Right. So, but I do want to point out one thing here. Yes. Um, Starfire says, Speedy, you know more about these things than I do. <laughs> Subtle, Starfire. Uh-huh. <laughs> if drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. Drugs are bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> now we need Mr. Mackey here, too. Yeah, totally. Oh, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> why, do, why do kids take them? Speedy says, lots of reasons. <laughs> Sometimes no reasons. Very often because their friends or, or older brothers or sisters do it. What? And then nobody likes to feel that they're all alone. So they take drugs not to lose their friends. Again, I don't remember being Roy's reasons being this when he was addicted to heroin. No, it was he was he was feeling put out by uh, the Green Arrow took off on a road trip and left him alone because he wanted to go cruise around with intergalactic cop and uh he went and found a bad crowd to hang out with and he was he was sad and the drugs made him feel good. Yeah, but he did them by at his apartment by himself, too. He didn't do it just yeah. to be with his friends. Yeah, he did it because he liked the feeling. He liked how it made him feel right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get anything here. It just says nobody likes to feel that they're all alone. They take drugs not to lose their friends. No, he took drugs because they made him feel good. Right. Which. OK, so. We're continuing to retcon the speedy character, apparently. Well, He's also hasn't aged much. But, no. you know, I usually find that acceptable in comics. And they would get speedy out of the new Teen Titans pretty quickly anyway. And he'd become Arsenal. So, I mean, it wasn't long after this. A little bit longer to become Arsenal, but they got speedy out of the comic within a year, I think. But anyway. Really? Yeah. So... All right, so now the doctor comes out. You're the ones that brought him here. And then Starfire flies away. No, those drugs Ah. killed him. Like, which drugs? The drugs. The bad drugs. (laughs) The drugs. (laughs) He was on the drugs. He he did the drugs, and then he died. (laughs) Oh, man. The Uh, drugs. And then we get uh, Debbie O'Hara's parents, who apparently Debbie is also in the hospital. That's who we were introduced to on the front. Oh, man. Debbie O'Hara from earlier. Yep. And they meet her parents and he's like, mom's like, oh, what about Debbie? Is she going to die, too? You've got to help her. And he's like, don't worry, doctor. We caught her in time. She's in detox. Okay. Get the music. Drugs are a battlefield. Oh, wrong song. Is that how the heart song went? No, no. Love is a battlefield. Drugs are a battlefield. No? Love is a battlefield. They are. <laughs> you you did it. I know I did. I was wrong. This, this is your fault. I know. You shouldn't. You're such a pusher. You shouldn't try to we influence shouldn't, we me shouldn't in this besmirch way. heart the the local local greatness that they are. Yeah, the Wilson sisters. Yes, I love them. Okay, <laughs> you're right. I should not associate them with this podcast in any way. No, no, or this no. comic book. I'm <laughs> with sorry. this comic book, with this podcast, with us at all. No, no, they would I not want to associate with so us. So- <laughs> Well, here we have Starfire 
because what you do when you find out somebody died from drugs, the drugs. <laughs> is you fly across the city and blow shit up. It's like, yeah, she just like, I'm going to blow this up. They will never kill another child. Ah! <laughs> it's like, what did she blow up? She blew up like a building, a street. Yeah, she blew up the lab, man. Dang, dude. That's where they make the drugs. The drugs. Dang. The drugs. Because all drugs are made in labs. It's, it's what it is because it's the drugs. Okay. So now we're, to, we're back at the hospital and Changeling is walking up to a little kid and you find out it's Debbie's little brother and he doesn't want to talk to anybody. Mm. And, and then we see Scooby and the gang down in the corner of page eight. Okay. Yeah. And they're Damn looking geez. sad. And, but it's because Raven finds them. Raven, Raven senses that they're sad people in a hospital. <laughs> Yeah, they're set. Wait, she what? Used her, she used her <laughs> empathic powers to sense. I, I'm sorry. In a hospital. I every hospital I've ever been in, there's a there is a ton of sad people in a hospital. I've never been in a oh. hospital where there's happy people. Maybe well, in the they, maybe in the maternity ward where most people are there and they're happy, <laughs> except for you know the the one bro that's like, oh man, I wanted a boy, but like usually. Most people in the hospital not, not happy. Like last well, week when I Raven was there, Raven is not sensing happy. anguish in the outer corridor. Yes, <laughs> in a hospital. <laughs> I'm glad Raven has these powers because I don't know if, if you could have figured this out without superpowers. Mm-hmm. Well, we get some like <laughs> we get the most like odd grouping of kids. Yeah, it's a it's a well. I I think they had to. They had to show you this is this is very much just like showing you it's everyone's problem. This right here, this odd grouping of children of children. Mind you. you know what it looks like? It looks what? like those when a company tries to say that they're racially diverse by just pulling one person out from every racial group and just sticking them in a picture together. Yeah. 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 That's what it looks like. Yeah. And then you're <laughs> like, well, oh, this is the this is the medication I should take because it has everybody in it. It's good for everybody. <laughs> it's like a drug company hat. Oh my god! Okay, well okay. now we're gonna eat, meet Anna Juarez, okay. and she's twelve, and she's taking pot, hash, hash oil, uh, diluted, uh huh, cocaine, wow, downers, and quaaludes. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> since she was nine. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, hold on. Hold on. My brother Juan, he was the one who started me using drugs, and now look at him, he's dead. Well, I'm sorry, but your brother was a bad dude because your brother was an asshole if he was giving you drugs when you <laughs> giving were giving you drugs at nine. That's hey, let's see what up. happens to Anna. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up, dude. I mean, no if no I'm not trying to speak ill of the dead, but I mean karma. <laughs> comes back couple fold right well i mean if her brother had lived he just would have grown up to be farmer bro probably but i mean dang. well we've get another st- so we have one of these other you know and the art's really good oh yeah no it's these really good these narratives are ridiculous like i remember we would skip school and run into the woods to get high at 12 <laughs> and they ran out to, she ran out in front of a car apparently and got hit by the car. That wasn't her wake up call, though. No. And, well, OK. And she was in the hospital and just wanted to get high. I thought if you're in the hospital and you get hit by a car, they're going <laughs> to yeah. give you some drugs. 
I was about to say, have you been, yeah, I agree. If you've been hit by a car, you're probably on something stronger than everything that she just listed. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm just saying this is, this is 1980s time frame. So they didn't, they, they, they just, they would just be like, Hey, you got hit by a car. Here's some stuff. Nowadays, it's like, Hey, you got hit by a car. Here's some Tylenol. We don't want you to be here for the drugs. <laughs> Some Tylenol, <laughs> rub some dirt on it. <laughs> I mean, fine. I'm just spe- I'm, I'm speaking from my own experience with my with my kidney stones, and they're like, oh yeah, kidney stones suck, dude. Um, rub some want to give you it. some stuff, but uh, you know, you might be, and I'm like, oh, give me a cat scan, see the well, kidney stones. <laughs> we get this, uh, and then Raven catches up with the Scooby and the gang and asks. Are you afraid of, are you friends of Deborah? <laughs> no, they were hanging out in the hallway <laughs> where this kid died and this other kid is sick for no reason. Thanks, Raven. Yes. And then they see <laughs> oh, the no. Teen Titans and they're like, yeah, they run away from the, the scary goth girl who turns into a dark Raven oh, and starts man. talking to them about their feelings. And she can't understand why they're running away. And and some dude that looks like Orange Robin Hood. <laughs> yeah. Who? <laughs> God, this is so bad. Run! They're the law. <laughs> Why did I make us read these? Because uh, it was an experience, and I read them all last night. I know you didn't. I only and, made it through one and a half. And so. Anne was like, "What are you? What are you crying about over there? Is it really sad?" And I'm like, "It is so sad." And, and I'm here I'm making fun of every single page. So yes. you notice the protector has gone missing, by the way. I know because he, dude, his competition just got blown up. That's fair. I mean, I'm just I I'm just thinking I, I'm maybe I don't know. I mean, he's probably not a bad guy. He's probably a decent guy. <laughs> well, now we get the group here and we get the big we get the big the, the first big moment of the comic. Well, second big moment. We had the death. Right. And now we've mm-hmm. got uh, Speedy's going to tell us all about his problems. OK. Yeah. And, you know, I would like to say as we get into the Speedy narrative, it's so massively offensive that they start every freaking one with, Hey, I did pot. And then I did all these other things Mm -hmm. because they knew at the time that marijuana was not a gateway drug to shit. There is zero evidence in the history in history, linking marijuana usage to other things, right? That like, you're just going to take that and then magically start using every other drug on the planet. Accessibility wise though. I mean, it's probably why. I mean, I'm just uh, I'm I'm just throwing it out there. Well, I mean, they made their argument because they wanted to vilify pot users. Oh, yeah. Right? But, yeah, of course. I mean, not to say that we didn't have until until it became, you know, prohibition times, like giant fields of 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 pot yeah. and hemp and everything else. To, well, they wanted to keep to it a scheduled paper. narcotic and yeah. it was part of their way to oppress countries everything. to the south of us. Right. Yeah. Or continue to make money. Right. Because uh-huh. I mean. Certainly, the Reagan administration made no money off the drug war. No, none at all. None at all. There was no Contra. Remember that game? Is it yeah, up, up so down, good. down? Left, left, right, left, right, right. B A B A start. Thanks. Select start. Sorry. Oh, that's what I didn't do. Select start. Yeah, okay. Yeah. My bad. I miss that. So, Speedy says, Yeah, they call me Speedy, and I guess I'm a superhero. I'm 18 now, but when I was, when I was 13, I was just like you. No, he was not <laughs> when he was, was taking 13. everything that came down the pike, pot, hash, coke, LSD, heroin, everything. 
everything. I don't think he was so. using heroin, I, but okay. I think I think there's they, they, like this is the total retcon. <laughs> this is a total retcon because in the next sentence, I was with the Titans back then too. I actually think he was. I think Only that's I a kept, lie. I kept fighting them. Told them I hated. So they, I wonder. You know, I have not read all the old like Bronze Age Titan stories mm-hmm. um, because I like my sanity. Yeah, but. I mean, this may have played in, so I can't say it didn't because we have a whole decade of the 70s. And this is the part I didn't do research on. So I'll hit this up for the next podcast. I just didn't have time with the other research I was cutting in for this one. But um, it's again, the narrative happens, right? So I'd hang around with my druggy friends smoking dope back then. They said pot had no bad effects. Uh, That was before they did further research. Kids are still growing. So things like pot and booze affect them worse than they do adults. So there is some research out there that says uh, marijuana for adolescents isn't ideal for brain development, but mm. it's sketchy research at best. Obviously, drinking a bunch of alcohol, not so good. Yeah. Obviously, I am not recommending that anybody under 18 or 21, for that matter, use to anything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I'm not recommending giving dope to, you know, dope. Sergeant. crazy. Now I'm <laughs> Are you the a vernacular cop? of the story. Are you a cop? Yeah, he said dope. <laughs> I said dope. <laughs> I'm not recommending that 13 year olds smoke pot, but like, you know, here we are going to get the narrative again. And then he says, once you start experimenting, you don't stop. Each new drug leads to another. That's just fundamentally untrue. I have never, ever had a pot brownie and then thought, man, I want some black tar fucking heroin. I know. <laughs> uh yeah there's that's a giant leap i don't think i i I think that uh um yeah they want to draw the dotted line for you so it looks like there's a dotted line but not necessarily is there a well but they they don't just draw it they they're explicit here they drew it the dotted line with the other stories this one is hey i did this and then i started doing this stuff because i wanted it and then he says I needed new highs, something better than the last one, because every time I'd stop, I'd crash, and that would make me feel so sick and depressed. All I wanted to do was kill myself. That's how bad it got. Well, that's true. He did. But that was when he was using heroin. Yeah, and then he found a high that he couldn't... Then he found a better high, and you know what that high was? Is beating the crap out of people, calling himself a hero. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Vigilantism. Yeah, I mean, we may actually cover another comic uh, to thread this because I'm trying to think of what to cover. We were talking about this off air. I don't mind talking about it on air for a second because we were talking about like, what do we cover next right after we do these 80s books right? to continue this theme? And I'm I was thinking there was a there was a run where where uh, Red Arrow slash Arsenal slash Speedy loses his arm and he gets re-addicted to pain meds. Uh huh. After reading this, I just don't know if I want to cover that or not. Yeah. And I'll have to think about it. It was, I didn't like the story that much then. Yeah. Because I thought it called back to something awful in the sense that, hey, you know, this is a character that quote unquote is a hero and beat the problem, won the battle. And and now we're going to drudge this up for nostalgia from the 70s book. Mm -hmm. It was okay. Maybe we will look at it. Maybe we won't. But I, I find it fascinating here. Uh, that the narrative's different. The one thing I will say about that other story is I like that they modernized it in the sense that 
it it he's addicted to painkillers and it's now linked to big pharma right as opposed to right being linked to unnamed drug dealers who have magic labs somewhere that just yeah. hate everyone yeah so i'm almost talking myself back into covering it just because of the notion that it covers a very different thing well I, so. big pharma is pretty timely with all the lawsuits and class actions and other things like that that are going through for families and yeah, things. I mean, sadly timely, right? Because I know, sadly timely, sadly timely. Yeah, and and just like since we've said a few f words already, fuck the Sacklers. I just want to say that. There you go. So as long as we're talking about big pharma, fuck the Sacklers. So, well, we're not getting sponsored now. <laughs> I don't think we we're getting sponsored anyway. <laughs> I... <laughs> so here we go, and uh, we continue this. And Raven, because Raven is on point in this issue, says yeah. your emotions are still in turmoil. What? What? <laughs> emotions are in turmoil. Recalling my 13 year old drug addiction, my drug addiction when I was 13 year old, years old and almost murdering myself with black tar heroin. Yeah. Bringing up those memories makes me feel great. Like Tony <laughs> the Tiger level. Great. Rawr. Yeah. All right, so now all the other kids are like, oh, we trust him because he's like oh, one yeah. of us. He stole things and all sorts of stuff. We don't have to make this dude go away. Yeah, go away. Like, you know, go away. <laughs> yeah. Like that. Uh, well, now kick. we get the, the well, now we get into it. So now we have Debbie's little brother is back and, and Teddy's talking to everybody. And he's like, where does Debbie get these drugs? <laughs> they're, all, oh, they're all over school. <laughs> Okay, now, admittedly, Thank I don't you know for if coming they, to I my TED talk. <laughs> I, I don't think we went to the roughest schools. Yeah, growing yeah. up, not a fair statement. Yeah, but do you remember all of the drugs that were being sold at school? I know I could just like walk up to somebody's locker and just give them some cash, and magically stuff was going to come right out of it, right? Um, I mean, if you knew the right people, you could get the stuff, but. <laughs> But it wasn't like it was just like all over the school. Yeah, no. It's not like we were walking into the courtyard of Baloo Junior High School and trading money for pot right in the middle of the yeah. courtyard. No, that was not not a thing. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, the dad says, I can't believe I can't believe it. Why can't the schools do anything about this? <laughs> You're supposed to be superheroes. How about try raising your kid? <laughs> Raise your kid. You need to do it yourself, old man. Yeah, I thought this was a battle back in the beginning. Like only losers can't battle drugs. What's wrong with this guy? He's battling his own demons. Oh, man. I, I just and then now we get OK. <laughs> drugs. We get cyborg chimes in now. <laughs> drugs. Drugs have been made to sound acceptable. Alcohol is everywhere. The stuff is shown on TV and movies as sexy and something glamorous. Kids see it and they want to be adult too. Now, I mean, I, I do think like the smoking elimination in movies and stuff did help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you see it. I mean, it's it, they've they've taken it out, but or you know, like removed they put it, it back or, now, though. but it's coming back. It's coming back in shows and, and stuff like that on streaming channels. Not not necessarily on like on uh, network TV, but definitely on streaming. Yeah, I just finished watching the third season, The Boys. There's oh, yeah. certainly nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> trying to remember. I think they were on a lot of drugs. 
Oh yeah. I'm pretty sure. Actually they were. So, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. I don't want to spoil it for you. I know. I, I know you're never going to watch first it, season, so, but I won't spoil it for the audience of one. I'm sure. Okay, so I plus we're only on we've only made it to page 14 in this comic book has like 32 pages. Oh, my God. Can we just like can we put a pin in it and like come back to the rest of it later? I think we can. I think we I think we can power through. I I think we can do it. (laughs) This is so painful. We're only at an hour and eight minutes. You said you weren't going to read every single panel and page. I haven't been. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's the bad part. There is a lot of. The, the amount of dialogue in this book can fill a freaking such a dialogue. Novel. No, yeah, no, you're not. You're not joking. This is a very dialogue. <laughs> they book. had a message they were told to deliver and Marv Wolfen, by God, delivered it. Marv, like he he put it down like it's here. It's all here. Yep. It is. Like They had a message that they were told. We probably can skip a little ahead because the protector's back. Oh, God, the protector's back. You know who he looks like? The protector. Uh-huh. Yes, I've I've never seen anybody with a mask like this and brown hair, brown hair. He has brown hair. Oh, brown hair. Yeah. Yeah. OK, well, we move forward and the Titans are flying over the hellscape of New York. Ah, oh. and they see a bunch of kids just sitting there drinking. And they're like, those are the bad kids. Look at them. They're terrible. And then they see kids playing basketball and they're like, those are the good kids. We love them. Awesome. Yeah. And then. The protector takes them out to some guys with helicopters and vans because helicopters can just fly over American soil and not get shot down and magically just show up with lots of drugs. Oh, yeah. And then the T-Jet goes down right close to them and nobody hears it at all. Like, surprise, we're here. Nothing happens. And then the protector is going to talk about how he's going to take them down. You see, they they just take drugs off the streets. We're going to get these guys. Yeah. But it's not really going to do anything because... Apparently, because it's a war, right? It's a never ending war, because if we paint something as a never ending battle that never ends, we win because we never stop fighting. Right. Right. This is some 1984 bullshit that they're (laughs) delivering to us right here. Very true. This is Orwellian bullshit. I mean, this is the part like where I look back at it and like, yeah, I can respect Marv Wolfman for his career and everything. But I still like even being paid to write this shit. I cannot believe he would write this. He had to. (laughs) <laughs> he made money <laughs> he made money and that's what the drug dealers is all about all right now we flash to joseph um as the kids get ready to go to the funeral and yep. here's joseph here joseph looking very the warriors movie i know right i was like man he looks totally like he just came off the warriors. set of the warriors oh yeah looking well good. my name is joseph cummins cummings i'm 14 years old and i've done pot hash oil Uppers, downers, PCP, acid, and glue. Oh, yeah, that was a a thing. glue sniffer. That was a thing back then, modeling glue. Yeah. I mean, glue sniffing was something that was regularly made fun of in our our grade groups, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Because, like, you know, it was like, what are you doing? But Yeah, what do you do? Do you sniff glue? Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, his dad's a police officer. I'll summarize this one for it. He's been through four detox hospitals. But he's apparently a loser because he can't win the battle. So he sucks. Um, what would he tell his younger brother to keep him off drugs? Just how sick he is. It's awful. When did he start? He's 14. When did he start? When he was like when he was like six? It doesn't say when he started. It just says that he's been he's been doing it for 
for a while. Well, he's been in drug te- detox four times, so it must be for a while. I'm going to say since he was he started when he was 10. They all started when they were 10. 10 must be the ripe age to hook people on drugs. I guess so. Shoot. Well, here we go. They're all headed to the funeral. And yeah, and and poor Annie is is in trouble. So they pull out a joint and and go to it. I mean, honestly, I would smoke pot before going to a funeral. I hate funerals. Yeah. Funerals suck. You're like too dark, Dan. Not funny. Too dark. But I mean, (laughs) it's just like, eh. You kind of also sometimes sometimes you need you need the pain. You can do it afterwards. OK, well, need the moment. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of funerals, but, you know, right. hey, yeah. So they go through But their... anyway, you know, OK, so they smoked pot. Danny Chase. Right? This must be the most evil person. Oh, do we see Danny Chase? No, no. I, just, I keep that the one kid. <laughs> yeah, we're going to find out about the one kid in a second. Okay, so now we're back with the drug dealers. They're in the mountains again. The Teen Titans bust in. They fight, blah, blah, blah. The protector gets a battle scene swinging on a bata rope. I mean, uh, a rope. <laughs> a rope. Not a bata rope. <laughs> Just a rope. A rope. Oh, okay, got you. He, um, he, and now uh, we're back. The protector looks like a, I have to say, the protector looks like like he's like the undercard. <laughs> does he not like like that's his like his other job hailing from parts unknown the star of our promotion the protector yeah (laughs) it's his friday night gig he feel it sounds i think no i don't think he's on the undercard i think he he holds like the texarkana championship oh you think so he he's okay or the Western uh, States Heritage title. Okay. So he's, 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 he's definitely he's not the quite the undercard. He's like, he's like the jobber to the stars, right? Like he okay. holds the Western States Heritage title, but whenever Ric Flair comes to town, he gets his ass beat. And then, yeah. And then has to fight his way back to the, the title, to the Western States Heritage title. Yeah. So that or when someone else comes through. Yeah. 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 And then just continually flip flops back and forth. Gotcha. Maybe it's, he has the defy championship. Oh, there you go. He's well, I mean, that's later. The protector. Oh, my gosh. Well, the protector, you need to dress up as the protector. protector. <laughs> you know what? I would wrestle as a protector. That would happen. On the well, protector. Maybe we can get our good friend at certified martial oh, arts. Oh, yeah. To dress as the protector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that would be great. I would love that. Well, anyway. We've got a funeral happening, but oh. the kids are giggling because they smoked pot. Yeah. You know, I I can see that happening. Yeah, that's why you don't do that. I would think that most of the time, like smoking pot and going to a funeral would not make you giggle. Uh, I guess it would depend on what the person said in the eulogy. Depends on the person, right? I mean, yeah. You can get super paranoid. You're at the funeral. Freak out. Well, apparently uh, Annie breathe. got really paranoid because she ran away and, and crumpled into a ball at, yeah. and started crying. Um, I, I've never seen pot have that effect on anybody, but sure. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Clearly, Marv Wolfman had a lot of experience with these drugs because he knows exactly what they do and what they cause. Danny being chased. Oh, oh, now we have not Danny Chase, but we have oh. Henry Cat. <laughs> Henry oh, Catlin. Henry Catlin. I thought it was I thought it was young Weird Al. I thought it was young Danny Chase. So uh, young Danny Chase. Well, 
I like his outfit. Okay, this here's the first kid that actually maybe like this. This one sort of makes sense. I can see why he'd be really sad. Uh, he's used to alcohol, pot, hash, PCP, and mushrooms. I've used those drugs for one year. My dad died when I was real little. Oh no! And my mom had to raise my sister and me. Mom had to work two jobs night and day, and I guess I didn't help her much. I really didn't have any friends before I got to this school, I guess, just because. Okay, so this is the one that just did it because he met Joey, and now he just wants to hang yeah. out with his friends. And right. he got hooked to pot, and then he had to do all these other stuff just so we would hang out with people. Okay, cool. Great. That makes sense. Do you remember any kid that dressed like that when we were in school? Because I don't. I mean... Maybe if you had to like give a speech in grade school or something. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there was I, there was there was one or two kids that I think like dressed like that, not by choice. That's fair. Not by choice. Well, here we go back, and now we've found the drug dealers again. The drug dealers have evaded the Teen Titans once again, and now they're handing out drugs to kids to sell at school. <gasps> but Speedy's Man. gonna take care of that. <laughs> what? Look, do you see that? Is that cocaine? It looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> or is that black tar heroin because i don't know it's a, it so you could get it later he got it so you could get it later well the great the mountain of dialogue continues yes and we get another fight scene and now donna troy has to chime in and let us know that it's illogical to use drugs that people shouldn't do that and man we're pushing it on these thing, kids and then raven jumps in and now she's found Scooby and the gang over here. And did Debbie get out of the hospital? Like, what's up? No, it's a different. It's a different Debbie. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's a different it's Debbie. One's Debbie upper and one's Debbie downer. Yeah. See what I did there? I see what you did there. That's why my jokes are so much better than yours. What? I joke about funerals and tell bad I... puns. And you tell real jokes that make you laugh for like five minutes. <laughs> that make me laugh. <laughs> Nobody else. Just me. <laughs> oh man daddy daddy the teen titans they're gonna get these guys real good that's why <laughs> daddy daddy i don't know why this guy's dressed up like an eskimo but <laughs> i'm just letting you right now i'm not editing this episode at all it's uh, coming out exactly as we present like, it like i Full my stop. question is is why 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 does why 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 are these guys wearing like i mean it's summertime they showed these They're kids at parkas. the beach and then this guy's like in a parka and looucks like well because they're drug dealers and if you come from south america it's cold. I mean central I america you. i got you yeah, it's, it's super cold. cold in new york see yeah okay okay that makes sense that makes sense yeah and so you know we have to have all these nondescript latino people here and yeah. We're not going to comment on it. We're just going to you know, have them all be nondescript Latino people mm -hmm. because those are the people that bring drugs here. Duh. Gotcha. Gotcha. Daddy, daddy, tell tell Miss Nancy that that if if I was going to be in a comic book, I, I want my name to be the protector. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. But I want a big W on my uniform. Well, well, sorry, dub can't do that gotta have a star look daddy that hotel is named after me uh. <laughs> oh my okay so 
all right. We, we've got the kids. Raven straightened them out. We, we took all their drugs away from them. And, and now we find uh, the other kids. And they've come to an agreement. They're ready. And they're all scared. And they're about to go to the Flynn Hospital. <gasps> got to get them detoxes. And we find out from Raj, who I don't think this is the little blonde kid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Jamie's in the hospital now, too. And, and this is pushing him over the edge. And, and they're, they all link arms. Though Annie's not there because she's with her parents. So it's just the boys now. And the three boys that are left, they link arms together and they're going to walk into the hospital together and, and they can do it together. They got into drugs together and they're going to get out together. together. And then we meet Roger, who I'm not sure why they're friends with Roger, because Roger's clearly the baddest guy of all of them. This is Roger Levine and he's done alcohol, pot, hash, hash oil, cocaine, uppers, downers, PCP, acid, mushrooms, and glue. And he uses them for four years. So since he was 11. So you're wrong. Sometimes it's 11. Okay. Uh, this kid's 15 and he's the one that sells all the drugs to his friends. And he's the oldest kid, man. Yeah. He got them all into the drugs. And he's also the smallest. Like what a jerk. I know. Well, he's, he's going to get taken care of. So it's okay. And now taken we have a meeting with all the parents and the protectors there. Getting clean. Yeah. He's getting clean. The protectors oh, there. Taken care of. The and then we go to a Narconon meeting and Betty Simpson stands up and says she's 13 years old and she's taking pot, hash, uppers, downers, cocaine, and PCP. I've taken them for two years. I'm a druggie and yes, I'm going to stop. The end. Wait a minute. Only but for two years? Wait, wait. Did, oh, we didn't hear Betty's story before. No, Betty's new. Okay, Betty's new. 13. Yep. So so now we get to the end. Okay. Yes. Um, we've not defeated drugs. Because Speedy tells us, thanks, but we had nothing to do with solving the problem. It was the kids that made the decision for themselves uh, because you can just will yourself to overcome drug addiction. I mean, if you're a hero and you win the battle. Right. You, you fight. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, if I remember correctly, when Speedy overcame heroin in like one night, but we'll assume it was more than one night. Cause I, th I think yeah. in the comic, it the implication were th was that he was at Dinah's house for a little bit. Yeah. I do remember he couldn't do it on his own. No, he needed, in help. fact, he <laughs> needed help and he had somebody watching over him, taking care of it, him while yes. he was throwing up everywhere and things were gross. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, that is true. But if you just will it, you can do it. Oh, you know, but the comic book's not over. Now no. we have a series of kids things to teach oh. you things about drugs. So I do find the first one to be fairly useful. I get to choose. Annie gets to choose what she wants in her room if she mm -hmm. doesn't buy drugs. Mm -hmm. So she can have a baseball and bat, a television, mm -hmm. a dolls or action figures, mm -hmm. a record player. Yeah. Roller skates or question mark? <gasps> question mark. Now, I'm definitely putting the question mark in my room. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The superhero because the that's question all we mark? Can afford. The what? Because <laughs> oh. that's all we could afford. Oh, okay. Yeah. The question mark. Gotcha. Yeah. So these and then, uh, but the best is the Keebler elf is at the top telling you about all these things. Yes. Hey. And it's, it says the choice is yours. Okay. Now we get to fill in the blank. Debbie and Joseph, Debbie, Anna, Joseph, Kat, and Roger finally made the choice to keep drugs out of their lives for good. Think about the choices you might make if you were in any of the situations described below. Fill in the balloons with the responsible, re, sorry, the response you think is best. All right. Do you want to try? I'm going to try one of these with you. Are you ready? Okay. I'm still trying to figure out what these have to do with drugs, by the way, but let's, let's, let's move in. I think one of uh, one of them does. Okay. Are you ready? 
mm-hmm. we're going to take Peter's knapsack and throw it up a tree. You want to come? You're you're supposed to respond, Greg. No, man. I'm going to go do some drugs. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. No, like you're it. supposed to say no. No, you're no, not that was good. That was good. Let's let's try number B. Number okay. B. Okay. It'll be easy to take Rob's money now. Okay. And then. That's um, awesome. We can take it and use it for drugs. You're supposed to respond. Oh, no, no. But you're you're the guy that's you're you're now Rob and you're sitting there and you're watching them rob you. Oh, we're thinking. And you're oh. like, oh, man. Oh, I know what we're Just, thinking. Hold on. I'm going to go beat the shit out of that guy. Oh, I was going to be like, hey, man, I, it's going to be easy to take Rob's money now. I'm Rob and I'm getting robbed. That's really weird, man. I feel like I'm in a skit of skits when oh, someone is named <laughs> Rob that gets robbed. I thought it was because you're high. All right, let's go, with, let's go with C. <laughs> okay. Wow, I don't believe it. These are the answers to tomorrow's test. Wow, this is vaguely familiar to something that happened in high school. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you went there. I wasn't going to go there, but you I, went there. I did. <laughs> and why did they do it? Because of drugs. That actually might be true. I. It's 100% true. I know it is. <laughs> We found these pills in my mother's medicine cabinet. Want to try some? Um, well, if you mix them all together, it's called Skittlin. I mean, <laughs> that's... And there we go. No. So I don't think we no, need to cover the rest to. of these, but uh, yeah, there's some great things to help kids stay off drugs. But yes. we do have to cover the end. And an hour and 28 minutes into this podcast, by far the longest podcast we've done in months. This is, yeah. I mean... And there's still decisions, 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 and it's a lot. And yeah, we're not de- doing that, but we are going to the declaration. Okay, the declaration of independence. And this is the Keebler elf saying. Yes. Because this is about as surreal as this shit gets. As the Teen Titans said, you just can't tell kids not to use drugs. You know what? I feel like it would be better if it was read as Mr. T. Can you? I I don't know if if I I think I I get where you're going with you that. You know what? Fine. And, and, I want you to read and, it as Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh yeah! As the Teen Titans said, you just can't tell kids not to use drugs. No, each person has to decide for himself or herself. Yeah, and all of us have to decide for ourselves too. When the Founding Fathers wrote the Declaration of Independence in 1776, oh yeah, they were announcing to the world that America would be free from the control of any other nation, brother. And when we make a declaration to stay away from drugs and we're saying to others, to almost said to stay away from ourselves... That's not what it says. And to (laughs) ourselves, that we are in control of our own lives and our response. Oh, man, I am confused. We're saying to others, to ourselves, that we are in control of our own lives and to our own responsible, to our own well-being of our own selves when we're in control of our own selves and being in control of ourselves with no one else. How can you be in control if you are not in control of yourself? That's what right, I'm saying. So... My declaration is to be in control. You understand? Oh, yeah. Expect the unexpected. I declare that I am aware. And I You're of so the dangers crazy. and effects of drugs. And I am responsible for myself. And I will never use any unlawful drug. Well, I mean, 
Of course. I mean, well, um, you can count on me <laughs> to live by my declaration and share my declaration with my family and friends. All this right, is so, an exemplation, example of the declaration to remain drug-free. All right. All right. Thank, thanks much. We appreciate it. Yeah. So at the end of the book, they give kids a declaration, tell them to rewrite it and sign it and have a witness so they can swear they'll never use drugs. Well, okay. If you, if you rewrite it, then you, you, you've now become this thing and you, um, you won't do it because you've, you, you know, and then we get the protector promised. telling us the protector telling us, of course, uh, we want you to be a hero. Stay drug free. Oh, OK, protector. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Who does, does he remind you of someone? He does. He reminds me of somebody so much. And I can't remember who, though. Well, uh, you know, I mean, we, it's like it's almost like there was so it's like somebody else would stand in that same spot. Yeah. I'd with be, the with the Titans. Yeah. But well, it, let me let me tell you, OK, because I mean, you may not know. What you may not know, and we're going to I've got the research ready. We're going to find out more about who the protector might have been in the in the last in the next episode. Okay, next episode. What I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, is that the protector, as I I stated earlier, has his own who's who entry. So I can tell you a little bit about the protector right here because we've never seen the protector before. So I had to go find out about the protector. The protector's name is Jason Hart. His occupation is high school student. He is single. His known relatives are Charlotte and Lawrence Hart, his parents, Ted Hart, his cousin, who we will meet in in the next podcast, Louise and Robert Hart, his aunt and uncle, who we will also meet in the next podcast. Okay. His group affiliation is New Teen Titans Honorary Member. I I mean, I don't recall ever seeing the protector anywhere else in a Teen Titans book, but sure, it sounds good. I mean, there's like honorary legion of superheroes all the time and they just show up everywhere, right? Is this like Starfire? Fire. Yeah, maybe. Well, anyway, a a young high school student, Jason Hart, watched helplessly as his young cousin, Ted, slowly became a drug addict. Nothing Jason or any member of his family could do would convince Ted that he was wasting his life, ruining his health and getting involved in criminal activities with disreputable people. Ted distrusted his family intensely because of a past wrong he felt they'd inflicted on him and tried to stay away from his relatives altogether, plunging himself into new lifestyle all the more. Desperate for a way to show Ted that he was in deep trouble, Jason Hart remembered that his cousin was once a big comics fan, and he thought that if a family member couldn't talk to Ted, maybe a Batman-type superhero could. He adopted the guise of the protector seeking to help his cousin. (laughs) The masquerade backfired, however, when (laughs) through a long chain of events, Jason had to pretend to actually be a superhero and actually protect his cousin from the drug dealers who were looking to exploit Ted. When the story eventually broke, it came to the attention of Nightwing, who rewarded Jason with an honorary membership into the new Teen Titans. See Nightwing of the Teen Titans. And an intensive training course that would make him equal to the task of working with that heroic team, powers and weapons. The protector possesses no superpowers and carries no weapons. A skilled fighter and an agile athlete. He is similar in prowess and stamina to Nightwing, although he lacks the experience and cynicism of his mentor. And has a different hair color. Okay, got it. The whole problem with this... (laughs) rewrite of the origin is nightwing wasn't nightwing when this came out 
That's right. Oh my gosh. He was still Robin. <laughs> but I will tell you who was one of the major writers in the Who's Who series? Marv Wolfen. Ha <laughs> Marv Protector has his own page. That's that's fair enough. And honestly, he had to protect him. <laughs> I pulled a Dan. Yeah. See, so I think that's a fine note to end this podcast. And after Keebler drug issue number one, and uh, let's we can do more commentary next time because we are definitely seeing a difference between how drugs were handled in the 60s, 70s, 80s and now 80s in comics. Yeah, it's a, all of a sudden a very different tone. Definitely a different tone. We'll protect you by God, because I'm the protector, the protector. And still got that fucking elf up in the corner, terrifying me. Hey, everybody. <laughs> it's really horrifying. <laughs> well, well, on this note, we've probably cussed more in this podcast than we have in months as well. But this book was worth cussing about because it's terrible. And with that note, we're going to bring you more terrible comics. Well, actually, I don't know that because you've only read the next one and I haven't. It may be really great. Who knows? But Marv Wolfman penned two more of these books, one for the Software Corporation of America, not softer, soft drink yes. council, yes. and another one for IBM. So yes. we're ready to go. We're going to read some more. Oh, yeah. I I'm excited. I am too. So come back next time as Greg and I get high on Marv Wolfman. I was going to say on comics, but on Marv Wolfman, sure. Yes. <laughs> Till then. Oh, man. Thank you for listening to Funny Book Forensics. We're out. <laughs>